Hops and Stocks podcast is presented by 100 Spoke Media Group. We encourage our listeners to drink responsibly. Please note, we are not financial advisors. We do not offer or provide financial advice. I'm Spoke Affiliated from the city of gyms. Welcome back to the Hops and Stocks podcast brought to you by 100 Spoke Media Group. This is episode 67. We got blast with the card. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh we got a we got the full full gambit of, of homeboys. What up? What up? So yes, yes, Doug Blast. <laughs> <laughs> You're lying, right? Man, what's happening, everybody? Man, you tell us, man. Where were you at? Man, right. I was in the streets, man. At a location that I will not disclose on the internet at this moment in time. Yeah. <laughs> streets is wild. Um but man, you know, sometimes you just gotta gotta reset and recharge, man. Like my last few weeks with like work and all that just been crazy. And I was like, man, I I gotta get away and just disconnect for a little bit. I can dig so, it. I can dig it. Kind of yeah. what I was doing, man. Um, you know what I'm saying? I had perfect attendance on the pod up until that point, man. I'm kinda kinda disappointed, yeah, man. Oh, that was yeah, the first yeah. one you missed? Yeah, yeah I think so. That's, I'm almost positive. That's maybe first or maybe second. I think that was first though. Um I took over. Yeah, I held it down. I uh, got a chance to listen to some of it with Marlon and whatnot. That was you last struggle, week, man. I I can appreciate the job you do hosting every week, man. <laughs> I appreciate it, man. You um, did well, man. You did good. You got tolls coming at me. <laughs> he said you did well. Real <laughs> 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 well. <laughs> what I say? We ready? <laughs> yeah, right. Man, that's classic right there. <laughs> Yeah, y'all, y'all definitely kept the comedy going, man. You told me, nothing you, told me you said something like, "Man, let me let, let me do my let me do my thing." <laughs> I had to be extra focused that week, man. Like, all right, he normally keeps the conversation moving. Like, I, I had to I had to be on it, man. <laughs> I could dig it. Uh, we are expecting to have a guest this evening. Uh, we shall introduce said guest when he arrives, but um. We're gonna go ahead and get these beers kicked off, man. B dub, what you drinking on, man? Yeah, so uh, let's talk about it, man. Um, got a new joint. It's out of it's called uh from Mason Ale Works. Um, it's called Even and Immortal. See that can work. Gotcha. That's pretty dope. Yeah, that kinda is kind of on some uh He Man Castle Gray School type. Oh, thing. yeah, yeah. Well, that'll um, make a dope t shirt, man. Sure would, man. Um, my objective when I went to go beer hall over the weekend was to grab something I happened before, preferably a different brew house, and this was it. Mason L Works, I believe, it's out of where are my notes at. It's out of San Diego. Uh, I don't know why I was boozy. thinking Mason, Ohio. Huh? It's kind of boozy. It's coming in at ten. This is a, a hazy IPA, New England joint. So you already know what it is. It's going to be fruity. It's going to be citrusy. You see that haze on it? Shout out to the Reds. I mean, this it's nothing new. I, I think I, I did a uh, New England uh, last week, but this is a triple. It's a triple hazy right here. You got the good orange color on it. Off top, I can I can I can taste that steam. I mean, I can taste that tin. It's almost a note. Normally, lagers ain't typically that ten percent. I, I get that to a, a stout, but this is this pack a punch off the top. Um, it's good though. Um, it's got that. It's got a, a a bitterness to it on on the back end of it. Um, it's cool, almost um kind of like grapefruitish. You know. I, Grapefruit got that kind of like that that bitterness to it. It kind of tastes like that, but I like it. Um, it doesn't say the notes on it, but you know, it's citrus, it's fruity, it's passion fruit. You know, the typical uh, uh, hazy. Beat up, my bad. I had a call in the middle. What 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 style was that beer? It's a triple uh, IPA. Triple IPA. It's a hazy, it's a hazy uh, New England style. Well, gotcha. hazy is New England, but yeah, I like it, man. This is easy. I want to go in between four, two, five, and four and a half, but that's not in our rating scale. So I'm gonna have to go. I'm gonna go four, two, five. Probably go up 
<clears throat> but yeah, I like it. It's it's got a mosaic and citra hops in it. If you if you're big into hops, um, yeah, I like this dope can work. This is a uh, Mason Ale Works out of uh, I forgot that fast. I think you said San Diego. San Diego, that's what it is. Okay. Yeah, I was curious. Is Mason like Mason around here? That's what I thought when he first said. It. I was like, man, are they out of Cincinnati? It's funny because my the my my honey hole normally caters to you know local breweries and but they'll have a, a section where you know they'll get some some out of state joints. But yeah, I like this hazy triple IPA, even in the mortal, easy four and a quarter. What you got there, Blast? All right, I'm I'm gonna stay on the West Coast with you, buddy. Uh, I'm coming to you live from Fairfield, California. Heretic Brewing, I think is how you say this. Um, Shallow Grave. It is a porter. Um, Y'all know porters are a little bit controversial on the show, but um, my HH gave it a good rating, so you know I'm willing to try it. They they said that they uh, sell out of this stuff pretty quickly, so. I figured I'd give it a shot. There's no uh, notes on the can. It just says a rich, smooth porter, and it's uh, 7% on the ALC. I'll give you a look at the can here. Shadow gray. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, you can see the little dude in the shadows or whatever. Oh, that's dope. Yeah. Uh, I got to say, the, the pour is lovely. I've been pouring up, I don't know, maybe 10, 15 minutes. Mm. Definitely got a nice little head on the joint. Hmm. Smells mm. right. Nice, nice and dark. That's, that's clip worthy. Mm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I heard it. Definitely getting yep. that roasted coffee. Um, it's a little little bitter, but it ain't bad. I mean, it's got some it's got a little taste for a porter. You know, normally our, our beef with porters is that they just kind of come in bland or whatever. Um the roasted notes a little overpowering, but you know maybe they did that to kind of make up for a lot of times what you find is the lack of flavor in a porter. Um, so yeah, I enjoy it. Let's get this joint a solid four. Solid West Coast holding it down yeah. today. Not really. Starting, uh, to, feel, starting to feel like the four. The four is becoming the three seven five, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, man, you can't you can't throw a four out there and just be willy nilly. Yeah, that's man. that's a dangerous number to throw out, man. I don't so, know, man. So, so what are you saying? Four is safe. I did go three seven five last week, though. E. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you itched on it, didn't you? Yeah, I low key did. It was so it e wasn't horrible. It got better as the night went on, but you know, I don't know if it if it got four better. So what you saying, Eda? The, the the four is the is the the status quo now. That's the basic. Yeah, man. I'm feeling like in 2023, cash is falling back onto the four as a cushion. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, like, like I feel like the, the four is no longer it's no longer definitely. sacred. Like y'all not committing to it being trash, and I commit to it being good. <laughs> we I kind of gave three seven five the you know what I'm saying the poo poo. Like yeah, three seven five is no no longer cool. So I think y'all don't bump it up to a four now. Man, man, I said a four and a quarter, though. No, nah, I'm talking about blast, though, man. I just feel like. <laughs> I mean, it, it is. He was like, man, this is a solid four. Like, there was no yeah. excitement. There was no emphasis. Like, yo, this is a legit four. It was kind of like, man, this mug <laughs> I mean, might be. I, I have I have to go back to my, my grading scale. I know Tolls is, is, is always getting on me for using these numbers. But, I mean, a four, in terms of what we grew up with, is an 80%. Man. So, <laughs> if you got an 80 on your test, are you going to be running with joy or are you going to, you know, I did solid. <laughs> All right, we're going to let the four slide, actually, man. We got to reconvene on the four, though, man. 80 is a C, man. <laughs> actually, 80% is mastery in academics. No, oh, whatever <laughs> it is. This is a mastery of porter. Porter this right here. <laughs> it achieved mastery. I mean, four a porter of fours, it might as well be a five. I mean, you know, I think this is definitely worth a try. Like, I don't think anybody would. We didn't have some trash porters on here, man. I don't think anybody <laughs> would be like, "This is trash." Yeah, it, it may not leave you, you know, feeling the satisfaction of a stout, but I think you would respect the craft. Could you, you, put could you ever game. give? Could you ever give a porter more than a four? 
Oh yeah, I mean them, them porters you had us had us uh, have out at um what was that spot we were at? Warp Wing. Yeah, Warp Wing. That their porters was better than they stouts. Yeah. I think they they switched the labels around. I guess they got them backwards. <laughs> <laughs> they got that can't be mixed right. up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I saw the other day it was like National Baltic Porter Day. I was like, damn, I didn't know Porter's got a special day. Yeah, that I, Baltic. That's that's the one we had, the Baltic. Yeah, yeah, it was Baltic. I, I there's there's people that love Porters, man. I they just once again, I, I think it's because I, I like stout so much. They just they don't hold enough weight for me. You know what? Porter was probably my favorite style until I got introduced to stouts. Was it? Yeah, yeah because I mean before I knew about a stout. A porter was kind of everything that a stout is to me now. It was different. It had, you know, more bold flavor. And then when I, you know, got onto the stouts and they was just like, you know, putting all sorts of flavors up into them joints, I was like, all right, well, the porters ain't really coming with it like that. No, I, it seems like the porter is, is the porter. Like, there's no flavor variation. Like, you don't really hear, you know, caramel or chocolate porter. It's just kind of, it's, it's heavy on the coffee, which is cool. And then that's about all you get. Yeah. It's a Hershey Porter out there. That's trash. Under, underwhelming. Yeah, that's trash. <laughs> <laughs> what is that, that Yingling? Yeah, man. <laughs> also, I ain't gonna lie. I was, ex- I was excited by it because. Man, I went to the store I, like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, give me a, give me a six. Matter of fact, give me 12. Like, man, you talking about <laughs> chocolate, chocolate brew? Like yes, I want from, to. from the 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 Hershey King. You know what I mean? Man. I was like, <laughs> the Hershey King. It's it's Kool Aid with no sugar, man. It's trash. Man. <laughs> it was bad, man. man. I'm, I mean, is there any chocolate coming off of that joint? Do you nah. get any chocolate off? Of nah, that? none at all, man. Hey, bad collab. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, BC be upset. Like, man, how's our name on this? <laughs> Who signed nah, up? Man, Hershey probably rationed out the chocolate. Like, man, nah, y'all only get a couple bricks, man. <laughs> a couple squares. <laughs> I mean, maybe they put that bitter chocolate up in there, but it, it's it, like, sure ain't, it, it ain't the good chocolate, man. It's like, yeah, y'all yeah. don't pay enough for this, man. Y'all ain't getting this milk. Y'all getting this dark chocolate. Oh, man, yeah. Trash. It's cacao. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Giving them the <laughs> Sliding on over to Doug, man. What you got, man? Uh, well, this evening, Founders. What's that? Grand Rapids, Michigan. Oh yeah, yeah. This is a highball drifter with, uh, you know what? You know what has to happen. <laughs> orange peel, uh, orange extract. All right, all right, and cherry. He said, "All right, all right." Uh, yeah, that was so L- funny last week. L aged and uh, bourbon barrels. It's eleven percent. I don't think I've seen that one. Is that new? Last brought it over. Okay. Yeah, it seems like it seems like founders have a distinct bottle. I don't know if it's different from the others, but it's, it's you can tell a founder's bottle, man. Hey, bless. What's that beer that you left like six in my fridge, man? He was trying to get rid of them or something. I don't know what kind was it. We'll talk about it later. <laughs> I don't know if you was trying to like just overhaul your stuff onto my uh, refrigerator or not. <laughs> no, nah, I, I normally don't leave six, man. That's hey, a, lot to a leave. lot. I mean, the nose is good. Color's good. Oh, yeah. That looks real good. Has a coating. It's an L. Pretty no. high powered, too, right? That's what L's. Hmm. You get the orange, you get the orange note, you get the cherry. Man, they did a good job. That's a good balance. Get one more. Oh wow, that's good. You've had this, right? Yeah, yeah. When, hmm. I, when I bought it over, I think I had two. Up, you know, I was. It's a little good. Yeah, a little bitter on the back. You just get a little bitterness. I mean, a little bitterness on the back, but overall, man, it hit it hit what it needed to hit. Isn't that double digits too? Yeah, eleven percent. Eleven percent. I don't think founders make nothing under ten. Mm. You know it's heavy. It's you know it's heavy. Let me stop, man. It's heavy. <laughs> yeah, I know where you was going, man. You right. Your it's heavy, and it, but it's but it's light. You know, <laughs> it's heavy, but it's light. 
which is a mind of a light beer, but when when you first hit your when it first hits your palate, it's it's almost like a, a heaviness. Like Doug, like man, it's trash, but Doug, like it's trash, but it's delicious. No, but light is good. <laughs> I like light. You know what I mean? A light beer is always gonna be. Coles yeah. is dancing delicately using words like palate. He knows, he knows yeah. you can get caught real quick. Yeah. Anything mean, dealing with the mouth region, man. You gotta, you gotta <laughs> yeah, watch man. them. You gotta watch well, them. Was, when you when you start talking about like the, the bottle, like the founder's bottle, I was about to make a comment. Then I was like, nah, man, that's nah. <laughs> Too borderline. Yeah, I was like, nah, I'm not even gonna. I mean, you gotta watch it with these guys, man. I, I was gonna say something. <laughs> As simple as it's heavy on the tongue, but you know, oh, I, yeah. I know oh. you guys would have. childish, man. I didn't. I didn't. I, I didn't I say mean, it my actual. He was, he was like, I was going to say, and then he, he says it. <laughs> but it's not necessarily on record as, as my review. It's clearly recorded. But it's the after review, though. You know what I mean? All right. I this, got it. I give this a 4.75. Damn. Ooh, okay. Yeah, it it's was really good. I, I do remember it being good. It's good. I'm about to go I'm check good. for that one. Hey, what what's a uh no I say this because I, I think I think maybe it's bourbon related, but what's a highball? Uh the glass. So it's the glass is usually about like that. Okay. It has nothing to do with the, the alcohol. No, nah, you just ask, you know what I'm saying? It's a style of glass when you get a like a usually bourbon or some type of cocktail, you said one in a highball glass. Okay, gotcha. That's, that's the only way I've ever referenced it. I don't know if somebody's made a drink. Because when he started giving the notes, I thought it was going to maybe be like old-fashioned inspired. When you said orange off top, I was like, I wonder if it's kind of like old-fashioned or uh, a Manhattan. I don't think I've had a, a bad Founders. Every, everything they got in, their IPAs aren't, aren't the dopest, but you know what I'm saying? Everything else that they do for the most part, like most of their stouts are dope. Um, I'm at to check for that. Uh, that you said it was week, an ale. Yeah, last week you would have, um, you would, you would like the. Um, I had a Greg with Goose Island, Goose, Goose Island. Island IPA. Yeah, you would, you would like that. They have a green label. Yeah, sure did. Yeah, so um, I think it's it's either Southwest or American. Like that's their house beer. Oh really? Yeah, Greg, it's uh, Goose Island IPA. Damn. I always want to say Grey Goose too, man. I know. I ain't man. One man left. Yeah, I guess it's on me, man. Yeah, man. What you got? E? I'm revisiting. Well, not revisiting, but Hopping Frog. I've done one of their offerings before. Mm. Um, this is a barrel aged. It's called, I'm assuming this is pr- pronounced coarse, but it's Q.O.R.I.S. The Quasher. I don't know what Quasher is. But I'm pretty sure we can make some jokes about quashing. <laughs> now, them hopping frogs didn't Big D bring some hopping frogs over? <laughs> you know yeah, what, man? But he he'll, he, al- he'll always be associated with hopping frogs. He brought like the hopping frog lima reader or something. Man. Right, 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 right. Yeah. <laughs> the one dope, man. I think I got a couple still sitting on the other side of the basement. <laughs> Damn, that's yeah, like two summers ago. They never getting cracked. <laughs> yeah, I got I got four them out. <laughs> this is a uh, quadruple oatmeal. Russian Imperial Stout, um, aged in bourbon barrels, and I think I got ABV of the night with fifteen point seven percent. I'm saying, um, and most of Hopping Frogs, well, most of their stouts that I've seen, they come in like these little eight ounce cans, and they expensive too. Where where is Hopping Frog out of? Is that local? It is not. Uh, yeah, I think you know. I think you might be right. I think it's Akron. Hold on. All right. Yeah, Akron. Sorry. Akron. All right. Yeah, shout out to Ohio, man. Hoppy Frog got an Akron, Ohio. How much? Uh, how much it hit you for? Uh, these are double digits for for the single. Damn. So I think maybe like a eleven or twelve. Damn. Yeah, but they fired though, man. I haven't had a bad one yet. I don't think I've had Hoppin' Frog since that Big D incident. Yeah, right. man. When I see it, I kind of like turn away. Like, <laughs> yeah, oh, I, yeah, I don't Rock even investigate. They... I'm like, nah. <laughs> Rock with they stouts. I think I've done another one on here before. Okay. Um, but as you can see, man, this mug is straight up motor oil. Um, but it has this nice little bronze gold, like almost kind of like a rose gold tint at the top. Uh, but you can't see through this joint at all. Oh, yeah, that's dope. Hmm. Yeah, you're getting... Um... Man, this is complex. 
So I'm getting you getting like all the notes ain't hitting at the same time. It's like as you drinking, like they they coming alive. So on the nose, you get chocolate, you get coffee. Um, on that mouthfeel, you're getting like man, <laughs> <laughs> this, this guy. <laughs> I mean, you said it. You're getting on the mouth. You're you getting um. Hold on. You said hold on. <laughs> Let me get more of that. Yeah, yeah. Let me get some more of that. Yeah. Let me get to some check more the mouthfeel again. Yeah, it's like um, <laughs> you're getting like dark cherries, um, a nice roasted coffee note, dark chocolate, and then on the back end, it's more or less like. It might be a little off-putting to some people. It's all it's 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 not it's come kind of almost like like burnt popcorn a little bit. Like it's a really distinct like burnt flavor on the on the on the on the finish. Um, but this is complex. It's, That's an interesting note right there. Burnt popcorn. Yeah, it's it's like the the note that it leaves is is like burnt popcorn. But it's not like that note doesn't carry through the the entire experience. Like you. It's like really, really layered, but it's just that that last aftertaste is like burnt popcorn. So that might be off putting to some. Um, this is different, man. Uh, I don't have nothing to compare to compare it to um, to see if they nailed whatever they was trying to nail. They didn't list the notes. No, nah, I don't lift list the notes. I checked on Untapped and I didn't see any notes on it. But for me, it's joints of five, man. Whoa, wow. yeah, like it's. It's now it's it's heavy, so you probably would only want to drink one of these. And also at the price point, you probably don't want to sit around crushing, you know what I'm saying, ten dollar cans of beer. It's definitely um, not sessionable. No, nah, it's definitely not <laughs> sessionable, man. But yeah, this is this joint is dope, man. I'll try to um I remember where I got it from. I'll try to grab some and the next time we link up, we can split them. That sounds good, man. That's what's missing on these cans nowadays, man. The notes ain't printed on the cans. It's kind of a way to leave you some leeway, you know, for your drink to be interpreted. If you don't put no notes on it, it's kind of like it's up to you to say what it tastes like. Man, I, I want to know because they heard the pot and they realized that okay, these cats is judging us based <laughs> off these notes. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we gotta know. We gotta know what to judge you on. True. Yeah. We got whatever the can says. We grade you accordingly. <laughs> yeah. We right. right now we we grade you on artwork. <laughs> Yeah, that wins. That wins. Dope art of the night, man. That's exactly what got me to buy. Man, do, you, do you ever? You ever kind of like after you get like the bulk, the when you belch, you get more notes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it's it's mixed with the food in your stomach, man. <laughs> right, so it's like, like I just belch, man, and I got like a little <laughs> little pin of cherry in my belch. They like burp. Mm, is that taco? Mm. Yeah, like it got like a little taco note, man. Like, <laughs> um, what was that? He, he, you said that was a stout. Yeah. So this is a, a quadruple oatmeal Russian imperial stout. Um, it's a, a great name, name right there. Yeah. That's, from the notes, man, it sound like a some type of Valentine inspired beer with the cherries. You said the dark chocolate. You're right, because it's you, you got know, more than founders told. Now that you say that, that's that's almost damn exactly what it tastes like. Them little chocolate curries that be coming in the little Valentine hearts. Right. Mm-hmm. And I actually don't even like those, but it tastes good in a beer. What'd you say, Blast? You got any more of them uh highballs that I left? You yeah, this is fire, man. I'm not I might have to go up to a four and a half. Yeah, Blast like yo, I want one of those back. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I, I I just I think I don't think you're gonna be able to find them. Are they old? It was around the old state game when it when I yeah. got them. Okay. Yeah, man. Even even in Immortal, this this is a four and a half. Four and a half. Four and a half. Four and a half. We got a four and a half, a five, a solid four, and a four seven five. Good night. Good night, man. Good night. So um, it's been communicated that we will not be having a guest tonight. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So it's just us and our freestyles. Freestyles. <laughs> Talk you know, I, I I would like to revisit the conversation we had pre-pod. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm actually a little scared because I I Man, know yeah, I'm about like I, I know I know one conversation we probably shouldn't revisit. But <laughs> Why? Guess, we, should, 
we should be pushing the envelope, man. We shouldn't be scared to, to discuss these topics, man. It, it's in the news. Okay, yeah. let's go. Well, I know there's been some gun violence in the news. Oh, yeah, the um, the Asian guy who... Yeah. Out in, uh, I think it was California, right? I think that California had three in three days, if I'm not yeah. mistaken. Uh, I wasn't really connected to social media or, or the television, so I only caught the incident with the uh, the Asian guy. Well, actually, I guess there was another incident of somebody uh, killed some people at some dance halls or something like that. Okay, yeah. so it must be like a few of them. Man. Is it two yeah. Asian guys? I can't say for sure, so I don't. So, wanna... but the one Asian killed... was at the dance hall. He was. Yeah, one, one guy did two two incidents. I mean, he got stopped. I think at his second stop before he could really do anything. But I, saw, I thought somebody was out, like at a mushroom field or something like that. Yeah, I heard about that one too. Okay, what, did one of them kill kill themselves? I think so. Is I that the like, one of the Asian guys or the Asian one, guy? One one Asian guy was apprehended. Yeah, uh, I saw that video. Yeah, I think one took himself out. <clears throat> but I mean, not really knowing the details, man. The one thing we do know is there's been, according to the news, there's been 38 mass shootings so far this year. In January, man. That's been reported, <laughs> but let me let, just because to me that's that's the that's the flaw in in media reporting, um, is that they 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 categorize they categorize a mass shooting as four or more, you know what I mean? So, but they're they're to me they're 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 trying to tie it all in together to these sensational mass shootings, like these ones where people are going into malls and people are going into. Yeah, in stores and schools and things like that, and I think that's that's a false narrative because a lot of these mass shootings, where it's four or more people, is just sheer gang violence. You know what I'm saying? Or just people not liking each other. It's like, you know, if you go down a block and you see your ops, and that's considered a mass shooting, but that they're not like they throw that number out of 38. But if it's that, imp- and I don't, I'm not minimizing death or or carnage or anything like that, but what I'm saying is. If you're gonna stand on that number of 38, then show me all 38 mass shootings every time it happens. You know what I'm saying? Just don't pick and choose like, oh, this one's great, be- not great, but this one's the one because it was in a mall. Well, nah, show me the 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 ops that got hit on the block. Show me, you know what I'm saying, the 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 family members. Like you can't you can't lump everything into one if you're not gonna show it. I got you. Yeah, I I feel I feel similar. Uh... Yeah, I'm 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 with you. It's just kind of kind of like what you said is is grouping everything together and I mean maybe it should be grouped together. I'm not sure, but um I, I do tend to look at different events as as a different type of a shooting. I don't when I think of mass shooting like you said, I think of the mall incidents or the, you know, I don't know, somebody's at a concert or something like that and, you know, someone just goes goes off or whatever, but you're right. We don't we don't tend to look at, you know, four guys getting shot on the street the same way as we look at, um, you know, Which, what you see on the nightly news. Well, I mean, they have to come up with some sort of standard for a mass shooting. So if their standard is three or more, four or more, then they qualify. Yeah, and, and that's what I said. Maybe, maybe, maybe it should count as one. I just I was saying that I think historically we haven't looked at all of the shootings in the same way. Yeah, I mean, at this point, you know, the U.S. is violent. We we've been raised on violence, and we've been numb to these these mass shootings. And to get you to to tune into them, they gotta pick the one that's I guess that's most interesting in some in some some way. Like if you picked a mass shooting, like like Eric said, some gang shooting. Not saying it's run of the mill because every life is precious, but you know, it's ain't nobody really gonna pay attention to that. But if, if the Asian guy who killed somebody in a dance studio kills four, five people, then that's kind of different than your usual suspects in those type of situations. True. Mm-hmm. To me, I think there's a, a distinct difference in that when you look at gang violence, like obviously there's there's a lot of times there's loss of innocent life yeah but a lot of times in those those quote-unquote shootings like people chose to be in that lifestyle 
You know what I'm saying? These people who are in the mall or you know at school, like they're not waking up choosing to be somebody's op or choosing to, you know what I'm saying, be in a, in a in the street life. Like they they think that they're safe going to school or safe going to church or safe, you know what I'm saying, just going shopping. Um, when you have gang activity, like it's a life that you chose and you know the consequences of street life is, you know what I'm saying, typically shell or death. I think we're overlooking that some sometimes these people are just getting caught in the crossfire, even with gang activity. No, I, I mentioned that. Yeah, I was saying you have you have, you have innocent loss of life in some of these gang shootings, but you know what I'm saying a lot of times it's it's like individuals involved in the same activity versus a, what they choose to sensationalize, in my opinion, when it's like I said, the malls, the schools, the churches, um, festivals, and things like that. Um, and like Dub said, man, it's 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 numbing now. Like when you hear about a mass shooting, a lot of times, I ain't gonna lie, man. First thing was he black? You know what I mean? And then it's, yeah. you know what I mean, after kind of after you get past that first layer of being <laughs> inquisitive, it's like this happens every day. Um, and it's to me, it's never going to stop happening. I don't think there's anything that you can do to stop uh, gun violence. That's why I'm not necessarily a, pro- a proponent of a lot of the the laws that they try to enact because it doesn't it doesn't stop it. Like they're not doing anything that like is going to concrete is a concrete enforcement way to to stop the gun violence. Yeah, I mean, I work with a guy, um, and this guy looks on he doesn't look dangerous at all, non threatening. You can have I think you should have sensible gun laws. I do I do agree with that. But if you ban assault weapons, this guy that I'm talking about in particular, he makes his own guns. He makes his <laughs> own bullets. He's a one-stop shop. It don't matter if you if, if you I mean, you can ban them all you want. All it's going to do is make those weapons go underground. That's all you're going to do. They already make their own guns anyway. You yeah, know. you can literally 3D print guns, man. Yeah, <laughs> you can sure. order they call like they call eighty percent. Um, I know they were trying to pass um, legislation actually outlawing eighty percent. Um, so what it is is it's basically an upper and a lower, and it's the gun is eighty eighty percent complete. You don't have to register it. It doesn't have to be shipped to an FFL, and all you got to do is just buy the other twenty percent in parts, put it together, and now you have a fully functional, you know, AR fifteen. Um, I've seen Glocks where you can buy, you know, what I'm saying the pieces to it and basically put it together. Um, but I mean, now you're at the point where you can like, like I said, 3d print a gun, like you're never going to, you're never going to stop it. Um, well, what's interesting, the two incidents that happened in California, California has the most stringent gun laws. Mm-hmm. In the country. So you can't have a, you can't have a magazine over, uh, 10 rounds in California. Um, the AR 15 cannot have a, uh, it has this modified stock that's like a California compliant stock. Uh, it's actually pretty, pretty crazy looking. Um, but as you notice, a lot of the gun gun violence are in places. And man, I'm <laughs> for fear of sounding like I'm extreme right or something like that because I'm not. I'm literally smack dead in the middle. But a lot of the places where you have these gun laws, it's where a lot of the violence is happening. Because why? Because when people want to break the law, they want to break. They're going to break the law. They don't care about your 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 magazine capacity. They don't care about this particular gun is outlawed here. When people want to do dumb stuff, they find ways to do dumb stuff. I mean, all the way down to renting U-Haul trucks to run people over. And this, once again, man, United States was built on violence. Um, it's promoted. That's what we, that's what we know, man. Yeah, it's it's, know. it's promoted. It's it's sensationalized. Um, when you look at your blockbuster films, I'm pretty sure all your top ranking movies have some type of violent component to it. Um, it's got to sports, have violence. Yeah. It's got to have sex in it. Yeah. <laughs> when you look at our sports, we're we're attracted to you know UFC, boxing, football, hockey, like things where where violence takes place in the confines of you know a stadium, a field, or a ring. Um, so I. I mean, it's sad. Like I said, you you don't you never want to feel numb to to loss of human life. Um, well, speaking of violence, man, I kind of like switch over to uh, police violence, mm-hmm. and I was shocked of the last um, 
That Memphis story? Yeah, rest in peace. I think his name was Nichols. Mr. Nichols passed away from a, a beating, a police beating for three minutes. And, you know, we instantly, as African-Americans, man, we're ready to go probably go riot because it was white cops beating up on a black man. But these were five African-Americans yeah. that were yeah. involved in this, this heinous, violent, Beating of a uh, black man. Now, I don't know the details, but, you know, how many details do you need to have? to? Somebody look, I, I can look them up or dub it, it was, you know, because I, I don't know the, the complete story other than what y'all told he, me on the pod. I think he was I think he was fleeing because it was reckless driving. And I think he tried to run. And once once they caught up to him, that's when the, the beating ensued. OK. And he Pretty didn't die on Rodney King, but with. You know, black cops. Yeah. He didn't die on the scene. He died in the hospital, but his, his dad was able to take pictures when he was still alive and his face was swollen. It doesn't matter what he did. It's, it's not a death sentence. Nah, it's not. Um, it I, was. I don't think I don't think the police have a. I mean, you, you would think that five African-Americans would have a conscience when they're beating up on this guy. But I think it's just the culture now. Where you have some police who just just feel like uh, they're either above the law or yeah they they're not trained properly or I think you can I think you can go through I think you can go through the police academy quicker than you can to get your barber's license, man. I think I think it take I think I think it takes longer to get your barber's license than it is to be a police officer, man. And the and the reality of it is like, and I think a lot of people they get it. A lot of people who who ain't us, they get it confused when they hear us say, well, we, I don't want to give an opinion, but when we voice our opinion on the police, you don't never hear of us say, you know what I'm saying, insert race cop. Uh, it's, it's the whole organization. It's the whole fraternal organization. Like, I don't exempt the Asian cop from the black cop, from the white cop, from the Mexican cop. It's Female the entire cop. organization. You know what I mean? Yeah. So when I give an opinion, and I feel I feel like most of us, when we give an opinion, we're not singling out one particular race of cop. We're singling out the entire organization saying, yo, some shit gotta change, man. Like I just it's you know what? It, the problem is it's they're corrupt from top down. It's not like it's the you know, you know how it is when we were in school when your teacher's not there and the sub comes in, you act a fool. It, it's not it's not that kind of situation. It's not like the, you know, the subordinates are acting crazy and the, the lieutenant or whatever, the captain is just high and mighty. It's not like that. It's like they're corrupt from top down. You know, um, I was watching uh I think it's on Netflix or or might be HBO Max. We we run this city, Baltimore. That was dope. And how corrupt that is, yeah. man. That was a that was a really good watch. Yeah, it is. And it is basically a play off the wire. So a lot of those characters are in are from the wire. It's just, I don't know how you can police. Not only how, how many people, how many are in law enforcement in the United States, but how can you police that organization? Like that, like everybody always says, the police is the biggest gangs in America, man. How are you gonna police that? Well, I mean, they robbing they, drug they're dealers. Supposed, they, they're supposed to have body cams. There's supposed to be some transparency. And it don't matter. And when that when that body cam i didn't watch it um but you know they said it was it was hard to watch so yeah. you know our prayers and, and thoughts go out to the family of uh, mr nichols man yeah and um just in ohio uh a young lady went to mcdonald's i know y'all probably heard about the story she went to mcdonald's mcdonald's messed up her order yeah and um she went in there to you know talk to the i guess to the manager or whatever about her about how they messed up her order. Um, some words were exchanged and the police was called. And this is over some cheese, some 30 cent cheese. 30 cent cheese. So, you know, she leaves because I guess they called the police. So she went outside to wait for the police officers. The police officers came in, asked her what's, what's going on. She explained her story and she's explaining what was going on. And they asked her for her ID and she's, she was saying that I guess she was denying them. She didn't want to give up her, her, her identification because she had did nothing wrong. I guess she was trespassed, but she had purchased something. She had a receipt and everything. How can you trespass somebody who's patronizing your your establishment? 
but you know they tried to handcuff her and while they were trying to handcuff her they punched her in the face Damn. And this it was is multiple old, times, if I'm not multiple mistaken. times. Yeah, you know. I think I've seen So in this situation, and this was a captain. This wasn't no, this wasn't no cop, but this was a captain who punched her in the face. He punched her in the face several times. You know, I guess he, I don't think he broke any bones or whatever, but um his situation is he's on camera assaulting this young lady, and he gets off with paid administrative leave. Well, you'll you'll find that they'll probably say that in their training, if someone's resisting arrest, they can take they can take those they can they can um, give those blows to the head. Right. So the captain got on T because this is Butler County. If you know anything about the Cincinnati area, right? Butler County is sus. So <laughs> captain got on there and he and he explained. And they and they was they was peppering him with questions mm-hmm. about that, and he's they're trained to hit soft spots in the body. So when he went to the face, closed fist, it goes against their training. Does it? Okay. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're they're all trained to go to the body and soft and soft spots, but he went to the face with closed fist. Where was it so, at in Butler County, B Dub? Some McDonald's in Butler County. Okay. Yeah, we, need, we need to find out what McDonald's that is. Not yeah, they, pro- process, they protested. Um, Same sheriff that didn't want to. He said he wasn't going to uh, police masking, and he, he, <laughs> yeah. he said forget mask. <laughs> so you already know what kind of guy we're they dealing with out right, there, right? Right. But he policed some cheese. Mm. Hey man, but on a lighter note, man, I, I want to say who day. You know. Oh man, yeah. Man, y'all came into the show so heavy. I'm like, damn. Blast <laughs> over there, like, hey man, can we talk sports? Something. <laughs> Hey, congratulations to the Eagles. I know you are. We got Eagles. We got hey, we got Doug, since you're a since you're a, a diehard a Bengals fan, can you pinpoint the year that they turned the corner? Like when did they turn the corner? Well, it it was always, you know, when Montez was there when they couldn't win against Pittsburgh that playoff. You would think that's when we turned the corner, but we didn't because we didn't we didn't get the win. I'm thinking we turned the corner last year. It had to yeah, be last year, year, right? Once we got our playoff win. So, yeah, I don't think we turned the corner with Marvin. I don't think we turned the corner with Ocho Cinco. I mean, it was the same old. I mean, we were getting wins, but they weren't. They were eight and eight every year. Yeah, they weren't. Hey, that, that's not but you facts. know what? That's not facts. No, they weren't eight and eight. No, with Mar- with Marvin, they won the division several they, times. They won the division, but they well, weren't. I mean, winning the vi- you don't win the division at eight and eight most of the time. I'm not saying they were eight and eight. I know they were better than eight and eight, but still, the, a division versus going to the playoffs. I mean, that's a different standard. Well, I mean, if you win the division, <laughs> you are in the playoffs. But they weren't winning no playoffs. Game. I don't believe. Yeah, true, true. Uh, but I, well, I just think true. I just think cats get that Marvin era so twisted. If you go to the to the eras before that, before Marvin, there was no playoffs. Well, they went to the Super Bowl before. Yeah, well, you're, you're talking, you're talking Sam Weiss, but then there was like three or four coaches between Sam Weiss and Marvin. After Sam Weiss, there was no playoff activity. And then Marvin gives playoff activity year, you know, probably half of his tenure. They didn't win a game in the so playoffs. That, that may be your standard for turning. I, 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 didn't, I, didn't, I didn't say that. I just said that the I just said that people revisit the Marvin era twisted. I'm, I'm not, on, saying, that, I'm not saying that it was a great I appreciate the Marvin. Let's hold get on. Let's because hold on. Let's for, get a long, for a long time, there was only going eight and eight with like John Kidna. No, I'm going to give y'all facts. Marvin Lewis, Bengals record, he coached for 16 years. He was 131, 122, and three. That's pretty close to 500. How many times did he win the division? Uh, Twice, I think. I don't, I, that, I was just looking for the record. And how many times did the coaches before him and between him and Sam Weiss, how many division titles did they win? Zero. I can give you that answer. Well, I, I mean, get, I can give you that answer. Well, the reason why I ask that is because it seems like it's a difference between turning a corner and being dominant. The Bengals are dominant. What they did against Buffalo, Buffalo, yeah, that was dominant. That ain't that ain't a team that just turned the corner. That's a team wow. that's on a fucking mission right there. You know, and Buffalo's a good team. So well, I think I think all those years of not being respected, and now we're having this type of success. Still, some people are apprehensive to 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 crown us as being dominant. I appreciate you saying that we were dominant. I thought it was a dominant 
showing. I mean, defense played every every facet of the game was played Man. at a high level. You know what I mean? And that's what it yeah. takes to revisit the Super Bowl. You know what I mean? You, we're talking about going back possibly to the Super Bowl, which is yeah. in the South. Back, back to they back. They can beat Kansas City. First of all, Kansas City can't stop nobody. Right. They have a horrible defense. Right? And, and Pat Mahomes is is not a hundred percent. So I mean, I love Chad yeah. Henney, but because he's from they have weapons. I mean, they they. They have a scheme. They have like a high power offense. They have a lot of people who get the ball, which you know I'm, I'm sure they're preparing for that. You got McKinnon who's balling. You got Pacheco who runs hard. Um, you know the, Pacheco ain't gonna last long in the league. He just runs too hard, man. He's, like, he's so crazy. He runs he's way too hard. Shelter out there, man. He's crazy. <laughs> he, he's too. He's too light. I, hey, I, I drafted him. I was I was happy. I drafted him. I was like, man, he actually paying hey, off. Glass. Marvin's winning percentage was fifty two percent. Yeah. He, he was, was close. Basically. He was mediocre. I mean, you, was you, mediocre. You again. You're refusing to acknowledge his accomplishments. I'm not. I, all I said was eight and eight, which is fifty percent. And when I do his actual percentage, I'm just saying you you can't go eight and eight and win the division. I mean, if you're in a trash division, you can. But, but I mean, you, hold on. Since uh, since we're all here now, I think we did this like week one. With how the playoffs are shaping up now, has your has your predictions changed? I think I'm still good. I think I had Bengals Eagles. I think I was, I think I was Eagles Bills maybe. You had you had the Bills beating the Bengals. I I think I had Eagles Bills to Super Bowl. I don't, I don't recall being, but no, I think I said Bengals, but I wouldn't be supposed. Now, if we're talking about the conversation we had at the beginning of the year, yeah, okay, I had said Eagles Bengals, but I was like, man, I just kind of thought that 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 Hamlin story was going to carry the Bills. So I don't think we asked Doug. He might not have been on that pod. Yeah, so I don't, Doug, I don't think he was. So who was your, your prediction for Super Bowl? Well, I'll, you, you know, know what he's going to say. Yeah, pre, I know, I know one of the teams. <laughs> pre, pre playoffs. Um, I would like – I mean, I didn't make a prediction, but I would like to see the 49ers again. I think that would be, you know, an epic matchup. Oh, yeah. I didn't think about that, yeah. And I don't care about epicness, man. <laughs> but it would be, be something that's kind of like storybook, man. You know I mean? They, they beat us twice. Um, for us to get it on them, but I don't know if they can do it with Purdy. I mean, you know, he's a good quarterback, but I don't know if he's, I don't know if he's able to bring. I don't, I don't think they're gonna beat y'all for real. Yeah, I'm gonna say I see y'all in Arizona, man. <laughs> hey man, I, I see y'all in Arizona, man. We was in a thread, man. I called Purdy a uh, pony boy from the Outsiders, man. <laughs> but they got weapons. I mean, you you talking about McCaffrey and. And your boy uh Debo. Yeah, Debo. man. I mean, yeah. They had our number last year. I mean, 49ers beat us, I think. I don't know if we played them twice or not, but they, they beat us. 49ers, the only thing that really scares me about the Niners is not their offense, is that their yeah, their defense, defense, defense is trill. You know what I'm saying? They got they got some boys over there, man. Um, but the thing about the Eagles, why I like the matchup against them is the Eagles run the ball. So it's not Jalen dropping back 40 times to try to pass to give that pass rush a, a chance to get active. I was I was pleased on how we ran the ball this last game. Man. Oh, yeah. Hey, man. Mixon don't ever run like that in that, fantasy <laughs> to me, man. man they, they had the advantage in the snow, though, man, because everybody was slipping the slide. I watched it, and I'm not taking nothing from the Bengals. I, I root for the Bengals, obviously. Yeah, yeah you are. Yeah, yeah. I'm not taking nothing away from them, but I'm thinking hey, a man, lot of them a, runs. A man named Bob said, if you start the sentence with I'm not trying to. You are. <laughs> I'm not checking up. I root for him. I had season tickets down there and everything, man. And I mean, like, Buffalo. Buffalo plays in the snow multiple times a year. Exactly. That was. But they can't. Uh, Buffalo can't. Buffalo can't run the ball though. Like they, there's not something they can do. Josh, I think Josh Allen, if I'm not mistaken, is their leading rusher. They were calling hey, this guy Superman. They said he was gonna have to use his man. Yeah. Hey, man. Yeah. Yeah. Superman. Yeah. Yeah. Tony. Wow. Tony Romo was. No, nah, I like Burrow better, man. I think, I think it, it's arguably the best two quarterbacks in the league is is Mahomes and Burrow. I think Burrow's the most, to me, the most polished, prototypical quarterback. But some of the stuff I've seen Pat Mahomes do, I've never seen done in life. I think you know I mean? think the Bills miss one component, which is a quarterback tight end match. I mean, uh, you know, tandem because every good team like our 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 tight ends are stepping up you got uh you know saying kelsey i mean it's, it's kind of hard to stop a good quarterback tight end we're, we're, I'm sure. Billy what's, has what's, got what's, her. yeah what's yeah i mean so it's like 
that's scary. You know, I'm glad we got some. I'm glad we got some tight ends. But you know what? Nobody talks about man is last year and and definitely this year. The Bengals defense won that game, man. Yeah, yeah. Right. they, they got. Jo- they had Josh Allen running for his life. I mean, like you said, Tony Romo was begging for dude to turn into Superman, and it, it wasn't happening. <laughs> any uh, and, was, and, and they any, couldn't get it to Diggs. You know, what any I mean? comments on uh Prescott? <laughs> <laughs> nah, uh, yeah. I, nah. I, well, well, he was spot on. He was spot on about his his comments about pressure. Yeah, my my take was appropriate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It just came out as a clip on, on Instagram. <laughs> and what? <laughs> and, very, and what was your take? Appropriate take. <laughs> and what was that take? <laughs> hey man, if you want to know what that take was, go listen to episode sixty five. Yeah, that's that's y'all's homework, man. Go binge. 60 episodes. <laughs> ben, binge them joints. I mean, there was a couple of people doubling down with you. Somebody said I know they said it, they said they said it was on fire. I'm thinking, yeah. like, yo, that's typically when you need to go to the clinic, but <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Cup because he said <laughs> that something was on fire, and then uh some young lady that said she doesn't mind writing, you know, the DAK. Beat up, then they want to say the word. <laughs> Whenever uh whenever I was watching like um like sports sports center or like get up or whoever said Dak Prescott, they were they were clear. Like you had to say his last <laughs> name. I think Rex Ryan, he did a good job. Like, man, you know, when it comes to Dak Prescott, I mean he, he kept he kept the Prescott, but when you stop at the Dak, man, you just huh. you, you stop at the deck. When well, you stop at the deck. Hey, man. I know if you keep talking, it's gonna come out. It's just gonna naturally come out, man. Hey man, I I, I was uh driving this cat on uh I think it was Saturday and he, he had his cowboys gear on and he was like, Man, you know, I, I, I wish we had Joe Burrow. He's like, Don't get me wrong, <laughs> I love that. It took everything for me to hold that in, man. Right. <laughs> I was driving like mm. <laughs> Hey man, I know I know Doug gotta get up out of here, man. Um I just one more thing about this brute. As this comes up, and this is, I've had I've had it open since about an hour and a half now. Um, that that burnt popcorn note that I was saying, like that mellows out significantly if you leave it out. But like once again, I'm down to the bottom, and it's been open for about an hour and a half. Uh, but that note kind of fades away. So this is still yeah. a five. I'm gonna have That's to get cool. y'all one of these, man. Hey, man, don't let me stop the uh, conversation, man. I just gotta I gotta make haste. So are we signing off or? Sean, want to do a hand wrap? Yeah, this what I have, man. We can wrap, man. Hey, once again, we want to thank y'all for joining. You know what I'm saying? Who they fly, Eagles fly. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully, next week when we pod and we talking about the Super Bowl. Oh, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> what the hell? That's, huh? bear. that's, a, that's some bear shit right there. Bear down. <laughs> so we'll holler at y'all, man. <laughs> Number one, stocks, pick. We out. Number one pick bears, get it. Oh, no, we trade, we trade down. Shell of a man if we ever depart from our heart to I'm ride with you. I'm ride with you.